Welcome to the Model Car Podcast, a bi-weekly show about building scale model cars. This show is brought to you by the generous financial support of our Patreon backers. Our Patreon supporters get access to our behind-the-scenes Slack channel, patron extras, and even a chance to be on the show. If you can help support the show, please visit the supporters page on our website, modelcar.show. If you would like more talk about model cars, please join our Facebook group or our Slack workspace. Hello and welcome to the Model Car Podcast. Podcast talking about how to build model cars. My name is Justin Twyford. I'm joined as always by my friend and co-host, John Dezan. Hey, John. How are you today? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Hmm. Not good. I was better than yesterday. Woke up yesterday morning, it was minus 32. <sighs> today it was minus 10. No, yesterday, minus 32. Today today is minus 10. That's why painting got done. <laughs> Here's a little bit of a difference. Let's let's talk about this, or do you want to get into feedback first? Well, uh, not so much feedback, but Department of Corrections. Last time around, we were talking about the belt buckle trucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Ford King Ranch, the Dodge Longhorn. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chevy has one. Well, that's because Chevy trucks are ugly. Oh, there's the, well, there's high country, but there's not there's not uh, anyone that has a big badge on the side of the truck like <laughs> the Ford King Ranch and the Dog Dodge Longhorn. Mm. So, are you telling me that uh, my next truck I'll have to get one with a big uh, belt buckle on it? Yep, you need a Longhorn. That and the following was brought to us by Ken Nesbitt, uh, one of our slackers, Lands, which we, when we were discussing about Mini Arts tractors last week, ah, the old Lands ones. was bought by John Deere, so there will be no mention of Lands on the kit box. Mm. All right. So that, but they can get away with putting the picture on the model. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But copyright lots, what a pain in the butt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So, what you been working on, Justin? Well, I I did buy some paint, and I didn't get to it yesterday because, well, we had a rough, rough day yesterday with uh, my wife and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. chemotherapy. So uh, that took away my limited time that I had at the bench. But I've got uh, some LP Tamiya paint. Maybe today. Uh, yeah, hopefully, if all goes well. Um, I'm not sure if I talked about it actually on the last show I had started. See, now I'm actually going to have to look at our old notes <laughs> and I was working on, oh no, I see. I hadn't even talked about it. Uh, I've got a little, I guess that was last week that I started it. Uh, I did all the cleaning yeah, the little, and everything. The monkey. Yeah. A little the monkey. Ayashima 112, uh, monkey, Honda monkey. See. I'm losing it that I don't even, I don't even put in the show notes That's... when I work on something, John. Tisk tisk. So I've taken, <laughs> I've taken it apart. I've cleaned all the parts. I've got them sort of separated into, um, these are going to be this color. Mm-hmm. These are going to be this color. That color. That's going to be um, this color. That's going to be cro- left chrome. And let's talk about it a bit on the pre-show for our Patreons. I don't really have a good place to decant yet. And I know John has different opinions on this. Uh, John is single. And uh, if he makes a mess in his room, nobody yells at him. I will point out that as the difference. 
But for me, I couldn't figure out where to decant yet. I will, uh, I will be mad at myself if I do it. That's why I have the, 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 the tarps on the floor. Yeah, but it's a whole lot different when your wife's mad at you. Well, yeah, then you, ha- then you have to spend the night on the sofa with the princess on your chest. Yes, yes. <laughs> if I did that, if I, if I banished, got banished from the bedroom, the cat would be on my chest all night long, sing, knit, knit, sing. Oh, so nice you to be out here with me during the night. <laughs> I won't get any sleep. So when, when I'm not in bed in the middle of the night, because, you know, whatever reason, uh, sick wife tends to, um, you know, you don't want to be awake and tossing and turning. So quite often I'll get up and go sit on the couch or sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco actually takes my place on the bed. <laughs> I, I come in in the morning and Coco. You get no sympathy. <laughs> no. no. Uh, so Coco would actually be looking at this oh, like, God. oh good, you're, you're out of my spot on the bed. Uh, thank you. So anyway, but, uh, <laughs> that doesn't, yeah. Back, back to building. So I, I've got this, uh, little, Tim, uh, Ayashima Honda monkey that I want to build, um, and I just bought the Tamiya LP paints, which are the, their jars of lacquer, Tamiya lacquer paint. Uh, I haven't used them before, but I just bought it. Which I still have not well, seen. Have not seen this stuff yet. When's the last time you went to a hobby shop, John? An actual hobby shop? Yes. <laughs> the, do you think there's a reason that you haven't seen these? The first summer of the pandemic is the last time I went and it was Canada Day weekend, as I recall. Mm. <laughs> yes. So these are a fairly recent thing. They've only been out for a couple of years because uh, we talked about that. Only a couple of years. Yeah. But they didn't have them then. They should have had them then. Um, they might, might not have got them in the first batch, right? See how they sell everywhere else. See what the sell through is. See what the demand is. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I am building this. I had made a stop at, uh, a particular store. We'll call it that on, on, uh, your local from, hobby shop. Yes. We'll go there. Yeah, we'll go there um, to pick up some of these. Uh, this more about that journey in the pre-show for Patreon subscribers. If you're interested in listening to that, it's part of an extended Talk that John and I do. We, we find something to talk about before we release the episode and that goes out to our Patreon supporters. So if you're interested, please subscribe. Patreon.com slash model car podcast. Send me money. I need it. Uh, anyway. Um, so yes, I have all my paint and I just need to go through the laborious task of hooking up my vent. I've got to figure out a better way to do that to my, my nine foot high window. And then I can paint in your nine foot high room. <laughs> oh, my 10 foot high room. It's yeah, it's a pain. Oh, 10 foot. So there's a, there's a foot difference. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. My, actually my window is 21 inches and it goes up beyond the ceiling. So just to give you some example, it's. Well, that's, that's badly engineered. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I've got a drop ceiling in that room, so it's. Yeah, but it, still let's it's, never do that. It's, it's kind of reaching up. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. So yes, I, I was working on, I was working on something. Um, and yes, hopefully I'll have paint on it. Um, question for you, John, 24 mm-hmm. hour build is coming out next week. You going to play? No, no, no. All right. How come? Don't want to. All right. John has taken his toys and gone home. 
Uh, oh, yes, and there's even another another thing to add to what I have been working on. Ooh. So what have you been working on, John? Let's talk about you for a little bit. Oh, it's a little free. Tell me your problems, my friend. No problems, actually. Everything seems to be working real good right now. Uh, the little Freightliner, which I think lot two weeks ago just had, I just put its rivets on, had I? You had, yes. Or hadn't I? Okay, so now the rivets. Nope, you put the deco rivets the on. The decal rivets on. Okay, now it has been coated with a coat of tan, and with any luck this afternoon, it'll get a coat of clear. Can you still see the rivets after all that? Yes. Good. Yes, yes, yes. They're beautiful. Really, they're beautiful. I'm really surprised. <laughs> the chassis the chassis was finished painting this morning. It started, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday, but then it got wicked cold, and I said, nope, not opening a window to vent the spray booth in this cold. Uh-uh. The interior for the little Freightliner got shot with a flat red this morning. Um, two, I've got 240 Robert here on the list, but I can't really tell you what I did to it. I guess I detail painted the interior. Cool. That's all I can, and I and I polished out the black and white paint. There is no no clear coat on that one. It is just polished Tamiya lacquers. A wax on? A wax off. Yeah, wax on, except in this case, of course, it's Scratch X. Regardless, I polished through, almost polished through the white on the driver's door, so I repainted that the other day, too, when I was painting the chassis for the little Freightliner. Mm-hmm. Todd's Red Challenger Challenger now has a sunroof, or at least an opening for a sunroof in the roof, and has seen primer and some Torred paint. It's ready to be masked again and go back for more Torred paint later today. Uh, Todd's Silver Challenger, I prepped the body, and (laughs) this morning, seeing as we're going to be recording a little bit later, I painted the body with one quick decanted coat of Revell Silver, and man, (laughs) that's nice paint. (laughs) <laughs> that popped really nice. Yeah, and there's no clear on it. How did you decant that? Let's let's talk decanting here because we talked about it a little bit. I'm curious. Okay, I'm right-handed, so the well, yes, you see, I'm not even doing it the way I told you to do it. Ah, John, John. Uh, well, it's it's similar, but it's there's it's there's a difference. With you, you I I assumed you're using a siphon feed airbus airbrush, which you are, right? Sorry, you're using a siphon feed airbrush. Uh, There's a bottle, siphon cap. I I have both. Uh, I have oh, the have top okay, the well. top down one, and I have a bottle one. So okay, you see, you have the color cup. In other words, too. What I do is the airbrush goes in my left hand because I have a color cup on my Grex. I with the right hand I spray into the color cup. Oh God, no! Oh God, no! If I was going to do that on the Awata, it would be a nightmare because you probably have a little bit of color cup. Yes, I have a big one. I have nope. a big one. I have a little one and there's no okay. way that there's no way I, I get, I, if I had a small one, I wouldn't do it either, but I have a big one. I, you know, I got, when I got the Grex, I was looking at this. I said, well, do I have to even put it in a bottle anymore? Psst, try it with a spray can. Oh, this. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> mm, yeah. No more, no more wasted paint basically because with a siphon cap, you are wasting paint. Anyway, as I said, I decant it straight into the color cup and then change hands and on the model and wow. All right. Refill refill the color cup as necessary. Hmm. Yeah. What do you do with the excess? (laughs) What do you mean excess? (laughs) You put it all on the model, don't you? No, I uh, usually uh, pour it back into... 
I, I fill it up so that, because the last thing I want to do is run out of paint. Because as soon as you start running out of paint, you start blowing blobs. Yeah, I haven't had that problem with the Grex at all. And I don't, mind you, I don't run out of paint. Yes, I do. I, uh, upon occasion, I'd have run out of paint and just add a little bit more paint if necessary. Add a little bit of the mm. the special sauce, the very good thinner, and go right back to it. Now, my, uh, my Awata, if you run out of paint, tends to spit a little bit. You know, it, it the, the paint just won't be, it won't just completely yeah, go right I know, away. I know what you're meaning. I know what you're talking about. Never really done it. Never really had a problem with that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so not something I would be comfortable doing. Yeah. No, probably not. No. <laughs> you're, you're lucky. I started on squad 51 because as Chris Martin, one of our slackers pointed out, this is the 50th anniversary of the TV show emergency. So why not start in squad 51? Because we're old, John, we're old. We might not get through it. Yep. But if I've made it this far. <laughs> Tomorrow's another day, John. Oh, don't remind me. That cat will be the death of me. Oh, he likes to play trip some days. <laughs> cool. I started on Project Daffworth, which was our Italery heavy truck build that the, that the slackers are doing. Mm-hmm. And Daffworth was... I explained it all, didn't I, on here? I know I explained you it on did. YouTube. I uh, did. That, okay, yes, good, very, good, very good. detailed stuff that uh, my kind of ears glazed over a little bit. <laughs> and then the dreaded F word. I finished something. Mm-hmm. And, and you have any more feelings about decals? It's got to be, well, I, I don't know. It worked but I'm still not happy with it because it didn't work as good as it should have. Mm -hmm. Did you use a Tamiya stuff on it again, or did you use something else? No, 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 no. I, I, I went back to the tried and true, the superset, the micro set, micro solvent, micro sol, mm -hmm. and it still presented a bit of a challenge to me. I was working on something else at the same time. It was possibly the cutting the sunroof and the red challenger. And every time I'd look over, I would see that it was trying to raise up off the hood and raise up off the hood and raise up off the hood. And I said, oh, so a little bit more microsol and. Hmm. Do you dry. And a little bit more microsol and a little bit more. Do, do you dry your um, decals at all? Meaning, meaning, what do you mean dry? Uh, do you have like a hair dryer or I use a little emboss, uh, embossing heat gun that I have on my desk. I have a hairdryer. I've never really got into the habit of using it when I'm working on decals, but I'm guessing I should. Just uh, one of the things that I tend to do is as I put a decal in the right spot, I will, you got to be very careful not to put too much heat on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but just give it That's a for sure. little, uh, a little blast of heated air to just help everything settle in. I also find honestly, when I'm working with it, a little bit of heat does help me mold the decals as well. And I'm just wondering if that would be something that might be worth working into your, your setup. Uh, at this point, I'm willing to try anything. I'm willing to try anything at this point. Especially as it, it's drying, if it's peeling up, if it's forced dried, maybe it won't peel up. Yep. I guess that's what we're going to have to try next time. See, now you're going to have to finish something else just to try uh, more decals. Well, sometimes it's, it's, it's the, see, for me, I'm thinking it's the decals because I know 
I don't know, don't know the time frame. I started putting, I put one decal onto my Ford GT for the, it's a purple car with orange, with orange decals on it. Those aftermarket decals went on and laid down like a glove. Mm-hmm. Zero issues now. <laughs> okay. They're newer than, than my Dodge Challenger kits, which are 12 years old anyway, but still. Uh, 12 years isn't that old for decals. They should, and if no, they're stored they properly, been... there shouldn't be a problem with them. Yeah, you know, there's a topic for future discussion. What is proper storage for decals? What's proper storage for model kits? That's a problem I still have. I have the unheated garage we've talked about, John. Yeah. No place to put extra, extra kits. Climate controlled. In theory, in theory, I've got it all right. You know, in the... I run a dehumidifier in my basement. My kids are in my basement. I run a dehumidifier all summer long. Mm-hmm. In the winter, I, the dehumidifier, dehumidifier gets turned off and I turn on the heat. In theory, <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, we're the other way around up here. We have to run a dehumidifier in the winter, not in the summer. <laughs> okay. Go, go figure. Good God. Our house keeps, keeps so much uh, moisture in it. It's not even funny. I was just, you know, just the other day, I was looking at the how much water there is in the house and it's 33, 34%. So it's pretty dry in the house right now. Yeah. We, if, if we don't do anything, our house goes up to about 65%. Ooh, man. So we have, uh, three little dehumidifiers running all night long to keep it down around 45. Four of those. Sorry. I lied. We've got an extra one in the bathroom, but yes, it's, it is a challenge for us here. Uh, and apparently this is one of the places that gets not a lot of humidity in the summer. So, oh God, hopefully summer will be a good time for painting. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see. Maybe I'll need a humidifier as well. <sighs> it's crazy. I don't know. I can't figure out this, this whole thing. So one question though, on this blue surf challenger, you were going to do these. Yeah. I was going to do the vinyl masks to cut it, and t- but I realized I had an extra set of decals that I wouldn't be using on another build. So I said, well, why not try this just to get it done? You know, sometimes you get to the point with something. Uh, any thought that that was probably not the best choice at this point? Yeah, it may not have been. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But, oh uh, no, I'm not, I'm certainly not. I, I was going to say I could strip it off and do it again. God, no, if it was, what went on, went on beautifully. So it'd probably be like pulling teeth to get it off. No. Hmm. All right, John, what's new in the hobby this week? Uh, just announced by Mobius Models, our friends at Mobius Models, the 1965 Dodge Hemi SD sedan and the 1965 Dodge Alt Wheelbase Funny Car. Wow, Mobius are back. Mobius is back. Sort of. Well, remember, they, they were acquired, what, two years ago, something like that? Two, yeah, and they kind of haven't done a whole lot. That was uh, when they were acquired by the people that have good customer service. No comments. Um, no comments. Whatever. That was uh, the people that do the wheel things in California, right? Mm, I don't know the wheel. Th- so this is a, an all new tool that they've just come up with. Yes. Well, wasn't it Pegasus? Pegasus Hobbies, right? Uh, yeah. No, it's not Pegasus. Did they do the? Uh, they did a star. If they did a starship that from a movie that Tim Allen was in, mm. but that's not ringing a bell either, and I can't tell you the name of the movie. I've only seen it once sort of a parody of Star Trek, but oh well, <clears throat> like you said, we're old. 
the sec I'm Googling it. Oh, yeah, I sort of figured you were. It'll probably tell you it's Buzz Lightyear, but <laughs> it's not Buzz Lightyear. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they were sold to Larry Thompson and Tom McCober. Okay. Well, that means. They are also the owner of Pegasus Hobbies in Montclair, California. Okay. It's Pegasus. Okay. I thought it was Pegasus. Okay. I, I really wasn't certain. Hmm. Anyway, there we go. Useless mm-hmm. trivia. Uh, what do you think about this, uh, Dodge car, the, the Dodge uh, Hemi, the AWB? A, a Hemi? Are you sure it's a Hemi? Isn't that what it said? Well, Dodge I mean, Hemi that, SD yeah, sedan. Say it, that, doesn't it? That's what you've right, got in the okay. title. That's what I've got in the title, and I copied what he put. So, yeah, okay. I just wasn't didn't think sixty five was the year for the Hemi. Anyway, I'll buy I'll buy one just because <laughs> the old wheelbase eh, depends on whatever decals they put on it. Yeah, I think the sedan would uh, speak to me a little bit more than the altered wheelbase, but. Uh... Again, right the right decals, that's all I'm gonna say, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I still I still feel like I got burned by Mobius and um if I'm spending my limited money, you know, maybe where it'll go. <clears throat> okay. Announced from AMT for twenty twenty two. And I will say this to start with, there's more, but I have not seen a complete unadulterated list at this time. It's out there, I've seen lots more. But somebody had taken a Sharpie or a black marker and written on the list, pointing down just to, to the model truck. I was like, oh, you just you ruined the whole list for me. Mm. So all I can tell you at this time right now that coming from AMT is a 124-scale Western Star 4964 truck cab, and it is the reboxed Italery kit. All right. There is more coming. Like I said, it was a rather extensive list. I looked at that, and I said, oh, why did you have to mark across it with that? Ugh. Jeez, it it annoyed me. Let's put it that way. That's a good old looking kit, actually. This isn't it. Well, yeah, I think I might even have one of these kicking around. You probably you probably do. I have several kicking around because at one point, our friend in British Columbia was selling them for a lot less than AMT will be asking for this one, and I mean a lot less. Yeah, that's probably where I got mine. As in at least half the price. At least half the price. Everything has got up, John, especially if you have to ship it to you. Oh, no, 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 no. This, I've seen the price or been told the price is at about $105, $110 US. Oh, that's getting up there, isn't it? That's getting up there. That's, that's yeah. If you can, find an older Italery boxed version, even though the, the AMT may have nice stripes in it. For me, I'd still <laughs> find the older Italery boxed version. I wonder what they're going for on eBay now. Maybe we should start selling them. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I could. Maybe I could be, make money on this deal, but I like Western Stars, so. When's the last time you ever sold a kit and made money at it? Just doesn't happen. <laughs> no. No, doesn't. No. Just controls your cash flow and stops you from losing as much. Yep. All right. What's next, John? Uh, last time around, we talked about, or the time before that, we talked about the Revell 1969 Camaro that was announced for April of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's new parts coming in the kit. Oh, lovely. A new hood and wheels. Interesting. Yeah. St- and the wheels at that are steelies with dog dishes. So, which we've seen before in the, is either the Yanko kit, the Yanko 69 Camaro or the Copo 69 Camaro kit. 
the hood, if memory serves. I think it was a Copo that, if I remember yeah, correctly. But. I think so. The hood, I believe, is a flat hood, and we haven't seen that. Oh, no, it's not the flat hood. No, no, no. It's the, we've seen the flat hood. The flat hood would be a non-air, non, would be a base V8, if not a, a six-cylinder car. This one has, it's the RS-style hood. It There's the, along the center line toward the back of the hood, there are four, for the lack of a better word, and it's wrong to describe them as this, but it's, it would be like a uh, injector, injectors, injector pipe snow. From, let you, eh, I can't even think of the right word. Mm. Anyway, th- as far as I know, this is the first time Ravel has done this. If you wanted this hood, you had to buy an AMT kit. Cool. An AMT 69 Camaro is not worth the plastic it's made of. All right. Very cool. You're interested in one of these, I'm guessing. The, yes, that I will have to get because just because of the hood. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is nice. This is new. This is wow, 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 wow. And I was for 22 from my tallery. Well, I'll be buying one of these, the Scania S730 4x2 Highline truck cab. Mm. Very European looking, isn't it? Very European looking, but it's a, the only thing that rates higher in my book is the latest version of Volvo's big cab over. So Cool. I like the picture on that. The the other you see that now there's the, which picture is this okay there's that picture the other picture that I have that's in the Italeri catalog is of a yellow golden yellow truck and that's even more striking I'm seeing here I didn't include the catalog here did I well 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 I'm slipping <laughs> John fails at show notes well, that's only a minor fail if you ask me. Okay, and I do have it's still open in a tab. So what we're going to do, even though it's most everything in the catalog is not new for twenty two, but we're going to put in a list, the link to the to it. Also coming new for twenty two is the one twelve scale Bugatti Type thirty five B race car. Ooh, one twelve big. One twelfth, and old, old, old nineteen twenty six. Yeah, but these are impressive little cars i've seen them i'm still i'm still looking at this scania <laughs> you want to scania <laughs> get on the list <laughs> there's already two people ahead of you <laughs> this 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 picture though the the nose of it the grill mm-hmm. it's like one of those optical illusions isn't it a little bit yeah do you remember battlestar galactica the tv series i think it was well which one <laughs> well, the, original? The, the, the good one not that not the reborn one nah. oh. they went to i think it was maybe it was even the original movie but they they went to a, a, what was it, a gambling facility and there was a singer that had like four eyes and two noses or something like that or two mouths do you remember that you're younger than me. I don't remember that. How can you remember that? <laughs> uh, anyway, it was disturbing. It was like an optical illusion. You didn't quite know where to look. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like. All right. That analogy might have failed. Right, let's move on, John. Yeah, might have. Well, just go to the Italian catalog and tell me what you see of that grill when you see it on the yellow truck. All right. I will do. All right. I'm, I'm looking. I've, I've moved on already. Darn. So you looked at, we moved on to the Bugatti. This came out late last year in 112 scales, the McLaren MP4-2C of Prost and Rosberg. Mm-hmm. 112 scale. Hmm. Yeah, 112 scale. That's why it's worthy of mention. 
I'm just trying to think. Whose kit is this? As far as I know, I tolerate. Oh, it's a Protar kit. Oh. It's a Protar kit from 1986. Scary then. Oh, yeah. I've, I've not done a lot with Protar. I've got a couple of Ferrari kits, I think, Protars. But uh, I haven't built any. What, what, what's your thoughts on why it was scary? It's Protar. <laughs> you just don't like Protar. I've never tried it Protar, so. Ah, you just think they're scary. Yeah, that's possible. Oh, by the way, I do see your yellow Scania now, too. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of the grill? It's still freaky. Yes, it's it's even freakier on the yellow truck than the black it's, truck. It's a bit like an optical illusion, right? You know, you're not sure mm-hmm. which one. Is it moving? Is it one? Is it five? Yeah, anyway. And then up at the top, there you've, you even have eyes. Ooh. Oh yes, you those two little headlights. Yeah, but you've got you've got all kinds of eyes because you've got them at the Scania, and then you've got them on the top of the rig as well. It seriously, I'm gonna have to Google this. Uh, <sighs> anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll do I that after. Counting for the ones up on this the cab roof, but you got the cab roof. You got them at the Scania at the badge level, which is right below the windshield. Then you have them right about at, I'm guessing something like kneecap level, and then you have two another another set that are few inches below that <laughs> okay it's quite the truck <laughs> it certainly is okay have you got slack open john uh yeah i have slack open what do i want to see now oh that that's what you're remembering from battlestar that's, galactica that's what i'm remembering from battlestar galactica wow Oof, that's, that's going to, I can't even look at that. The truck doesn't bother me as much. That face bothers me. <laughs> you could, you, could you see where I got that from? Yeah, I can see where you get the, get the analogy from, but it's like, oh, that face is, ew, just no. Okay. okay. I, I will put a link in the show notes for this. I'm going to actually make a note here. <laughs> you better. <laughs> you better. I vaguely recall seeing her now. Let's put it that way. Uh, Battlestar is one word. That's fine. It's a note for myself. Go away, John. Okay, go away. Announced for tw- announced for twenty two from B Max Platts, the nineteen ninety three Toyota Carina E BT XX BTCC Knockhill winner. BTCC. That's what you call a typo. <laughs> As is the British Touring Car Championships. And just to make it much more interesting, there's also detail up parts for the same kit. I think that's one you gotta, if if you're into it, it'll get you there. It's, mm-hmm. it doesn't do a whole lot for me, but I can see how people would like it. Okay. We're following the same idea. You have the 1985 Volvo 240 Turbo Deutsch Touring Machine Champion. So this is just a... And detail... and. And detail up and, de- and detail up parts for that. Yeah, this is no, just there's... a uh, redecal sheet on a, on the kit that I have. Yeah, I thought you had it. I thought you did. Anyway, you know what I'm hoping they come out with the uh, short wheelbase Audi, which is gone from production and has got basically sold out everywhere. It's really expensive if you want to find it. Hmm. You have that one, don't you? The Michelle mm-hmm. Moulin one. Yep. Michelle Mouton. 
Mouton. C'est ça. <laughs> All right. Uh, the 2011 Subaru TT2 Cybertruck WR Blue Limited. Cute little guy. It is. I like the blue. Mm-hmm. World Rally Blue. My favorite color of Subarus. Yeah, that's probably what it is, too. WR Blue, yeah. If you... It is. <laughs> yep. Cool. I, ch- I like World this. Rally Blue, uh, and I tend to refer to it as Scooby Blue. Hmm. Subaru Blue. That is absolutely lovely. Cute little truck. And it's a newer sandbar, so the front is a little newer than some of the ones that I have already. So, hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Spending your money. Here I go. Yeah, if I could find stuff. Anyway, we'll go there. Uh, one last Japanese different thing. Uh, Hino Profia FW Nippon Express Pelican. They come out with some really neat stuff. The only problem with this, all this is it's 32. This is, yeah, that's in 132. That's right. But for those, like, I was skeptical of it, and I was told, no, no, this is a big truck. This is the equivalent size to any other Class 8 tractor and trailer or straight truck that you'll see in North America. This is the size of an international work star, despite the fact that it's Hino, and we don't generally see them here. In the home market, they make big trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a nice-looking truck, actually. 32nd? Uh, probably not. I'm interested. Somewhat. We'll see. We'll see how, see what that wallet says when the kit comes out. Mm. Oh, you're trying mm. to spend my money on this next one, I see, John. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I think I thought that would, that's why it got put in here. <clears throat> New from Top Studio in 112 scale, the Williams Renault FW14B engine RS3C for the Mansell car. Uh, it's the detail upset only. It's not the engine, yes. it's the detail upset. Detail upset, yeah. I've looked at this before. Very, very tempting. Mm-hmm. If I had the kit, I, I would be very tempted. Very, very expensive too. Yes, I know that. <laughs> I don't have the car, thus I don't need the engine. Yeah. It, but it's fun to torture Justin. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's one of those that's so far away from where Justin's going to be building anything in the next little while. I just want, I just want to build something. I'm starting with a little, little motorcycle, John, just to get something built. So who knows? Will you get it done before the 24-hour build? Mm. We'll see. Probably not this week. It's going to be a busy week. Okay. Uh, from from DEF Models, two accessory sets, the Republic of Korea Taxi Accessory Set and the Republic of Korea Police Accessory Set. These are for the Hyundai Ponies that came out a little yes. while ago. Oh, they're cute. And I would guess they would fit on the Stellars, too. They are very, very cute and weird looking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a little bit different, but they are, they, it's cute enough that it deserves to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the links in the show notes. I wonder how big that police bar is. The, les, the resin light police bar. America? I would guess the same. Yes. It's, it's the right, it's not so much the width, but it's the right design. Yes, you could. Mm, yes, yeah, it's not bad, uh, though it is because two e- red lights. Even, you don't generally see it. You generally see the light bars that are sized for the roof of the cars, but I have seen the occasional police car reference photos on the internet where the light bar doesn't quite reach across to the drip rails. Mm. All right, cool stuff. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moving on ah, from Model Factory Hero New. The McLaren F1 GTR Begazi team, sponsored by FINA, 1996. 
Oh, this is another 112th scale one. Yes. Yes. Oh, is it? John, John. Missed that. Spending your I, money again. I did actually see this one when it, when uh, the announcement came out and was like, that's tempting. And then mm. it's a thousand dollars. Oh, not so tempting. Yeah. Only so much I can get away with uh, spending at home at the moment. Wife's not working. You know, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But you're tempting me. Oh, I see there's a whole bunch more. Mm-hmm. John, John, stop it. Pre order from Model Factory Hero. The 1970 Ferrari 512S S from the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Oh, this has laser lithography rivet parts. Jeez. 3D printed, in other words. <clears throat> mm. Are these 3D printed or are these cut out of 3D? I'm not sure which. I'll go with 3D printed. Ooh. Pretty cool, though. That's going to be a nice one. What size is that? Is that? It's 124. That I is also a 112. No, it's 112. It's 112. Oh, geez. So this last one must be two. Full detail. The 1949 Ferrari 166 Mila Megalia, 24 hours of Le Mans. Yep. It is also 112 and also 725 euros. John, John, you have expensive taste, my friend. Mm. Are you trying to get You've me back off on for me. the whole Mercedes You've rubbed thing? off on me. You've rubbed off. Look at this. This is cool. It's even got uh, little metal doors, white white metal doors for strength when you open the body. Uh-huh. Oh, no, 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 John. No, 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 John. I should not tempt you that hard. Look at that. Look at the pictures of that, of the buildup that they've got. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. I was trying not to because... <laughs> Holy shoot. Holy. Okay. Yeah. Holy shoot. That's one, one kit for the, for your year's budget. And it might just be worth it. Holy Toledo. Wow. And then they've got yeah. the picture of it without the body on. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, remember before modelcar.com slash supporters. PayPal slash kit starter. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Hey, I'd do that as a kit starter, wouldn't you? Somebody wants to buy that for us, we'll do it as a kit starter. Yeah. So, or if they if they were if 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 spot models or uh, model factory Hino wanted a review on the a favorable review on the podcast, I'm sure we could do that. Oh, I can't guarantee favorable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't get. I, I tell it as it is, and that usually gets me in trouble. Mm-hmm. This one, it's a little smaller than normal. It's 143rd scale, but it's the <laughs> it's the Sunoco sponsored Porsche 917 slash 30 that raced in the Can-Am series driven by Mark Donahue. Which is cool, but um, at my age, well, my eyes just don't. Yeah, one, one, 143rd scale, no, I really don't want to build it, but it's worth mentioning simply because it's Mark Donahue, Sunoco, Can-Am, Porsche. Ah, you need one of these for the shrunk down Canam garage. If any of our listeners are still in their twenties or thirties, you can look at this. The rest of you, I would just say no, unless you want to be living behind a magnifying glass for however long it takes. Just about. All right. And then we're back to fire equipment, John. This is. Your and just soon from Revelle, the Mercedes Benz 1625 TLF 2450. Otherwise known as a fire department tanker or tender in North America, depending on which half of North America you're in. 
In my half North America. Do I have one of these? I don't know. My half North America, it's a tanker, and Justin's half of North America, it's a tender. Is it? Yes. Generally. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you exactly where the dividing line is, but in general, Eastern North America, it's a tender. Western North America, or excuse me, Western North America is a tender. Eastern North America is a tanker. Ooh. All right. I did not know that. This is weird. I think I have one of these. <laughs> of course you have. It looks very familiar. Anyway, who knows? Yeah, oh, it's, wow. it's one of those little Mercedes cabovers. In mm-hmm. the 80s, they were everywhere. They did everything. Yeah. And th- it, it looks like a, a fun kit to build. So I think I might have bought one of those at some point. But who knows? That's probably <laughs> in a box somewhere tucked away. Storage, Sean, storage. Uh, you need to. Yes, we both need to keep better track of our inventories. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of keeping track of things and been interested in things, we were talking earlier this week that Kambuk seems to be potentially losing interest in scale models. It's a thought you had on this. It's a thought I had, yeah. What's what's going on? What brought that on, John? Well, I've been with Kambuk. <laughs> I've been I've been I've had a subscription to fine scale modeler since I want to say 84, maybe 85, definitely by 86, I had a subscription to to Fine Scale Modeler at Kambach. I've, over the years, I've, no, I can't say I really noticed it then, but I'm noticing it now. I'm thinking about it now. The quality and quantity has come down in the magazines, and when Kambach bought Scale Auto, we can say the same thing. The quality and quantity dropped out of Scale Auto, and it was owned by Highland Production, Scale Auto gave more, more variety, higher quality, builds that you wouldn't see unless you went to some of these shows. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, um, you don't see really any super innovative builds anymore. You don't, we're not getting, we're not being told how to get started at scratch building. You know, I there's there's more to it too. I mean, I know over the past couple of years when, when going to their website to, renew that they used to have a much wider variety of magazines that they published. Now they're down to multiple railroad model railroad titles. And basically us and all the other stuff is gone. Well, or at least most of the other stuff is gone. I think even when you say us, that's sort of debatable after they got rid of uh, scale auto. Yeah. They got rid of scale auto. A lot of people said, eh, and I'm, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm seeing it. I mean, if I had, pla- I was planning on dropping it when my subscription ran out and now I see that in the latest column in the latest, uh, the editor's column in the latest version, latest issue of Fine Scope Modeler that they're celebrating their 40th anniversary. So I said, well, that'll buy you one more year, but that's it. Yeah. I picked up one of those find scales and flick through it in a, in a grocery store and put it back on the shelf because the amount of money that it was, uh, did not seem to justify the articles on cars that were in there. I think there was like one and, uh, maybe a kit. Uh, and I just didn't think it was worth the money. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, yeah, you know, you're carrying on with it. What, what is in comeback at the moment for fine scale model is for model cars. Is it, 
you know, I think there was two, was it two ep- two articles this time? In the, the in the absolute latest, in the, latest in the current one, the March April issue, which they sent me early on electronically because I get mine on electronic versions, e, the e version of it. There is exactly two or two car articles. Well, one's a car, one's a truck, and exactly one car kit review. Mm. And technically, you know, nothing against the kit. It's a B Max Platts uh, Porsche, but that's been out a while. Oh yeah, that was the. I think I saw the headline for that, and that is a kit that I bought. Nine a nine thirty five. Yeah, you, with the if Apple got the it, Apple decals, and that yeah. was before I moved. So, yeah. It's it's yeah, a tough one. That's been out a while. Okay, I admit it's not a five minute model. No, but <laughs> seems like there's a little bit more lead time than necessary there. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to see. I mean, one of the thoughts that I had, and I kind of talking about Combat losing interest in it, is Model Cars magazine seems to be back on track. Um, I haven't seen it. But it does seem that there's three issues recently in the last little while. I I have their first issue since the second one I haven't heard is coming in yet. The third one I haven't heard is coming in yet. So, <laughs> which which issue do you have? Two oh nine. Okay, because they're up to two eleven at the moment. Two eleven, yeah. Yep. Two eleven is out. I might have I might have two ten, but I'll have to really going to have to look. I just haven't got around to looking. That's all. Mm-hmm. I've been doing more reading electronically than <laughs> than yeah. print versions, so <laughs> I haven't checked the file yet. I, I'm I'm quite impressed with the fact that you you know they've come out. I think there was a bit of a gap between their first sort of back at it issue and then their second. Yeah, one. there was a big there was a big gap between two hundred nine and two ten, but two eleven seems to be on a very reasonable yeah time frame. Uh, hopefully, two twelve will come out. I'm looking forward to reading two twelve. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they've managed to get that back on track because you know what, it'll give people that want to have an option to read something. Uh, it'll give them an option to do that. I haven't, I haven't subscribed and that would be the only way that I think I could get it here. There's. Nobody local that, I mean, if they don't even carry to me a tape, I'm not sure that they're going to have such a <laughs> time limited thing as a model cars magazine on the no, show. They're, yeah, ma, and are they all, even, I don't think they're currently in newsstands. Yeah. I would doubt it. Yeah. They were before they had their last big problems, mm-hmm. but currently I don't think they are. So I could be wrong. Is fine scale modelers still in newsstands or is that, uh, disappeared yep. as well? Yep. 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 I, well, uh, scale auto was, <laughs> I missed an issue on my paper subscription back at the beginning of the pandemic. And I happened to walk into my local grocery store, my favorite grocery store. What's this? <gasps> That's the one I need. That's the last fine scale auto enthusiast. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, there's a new stand I could go to on Main Street, no parking nearby, so I don't. And that's, I could go, I know I could walk in there and walk out with a magazine. I could also go to Sherbrooke and go to my friend Robert's new stand and yeah, no problem. Walk in, walk out with it. Yeah, it's funny. I don't even think there is a new stand around here. Interesting. It's interesting. I think I would have to go into a city, drive over into a city. And go to one of the bigger chains of grocery store and pick up a grocery store stuff. 
But in my limited time here, uh, definitely not in my town, there is not a newsstand, which is something that... Uh, maybe, maybe you have a well-connected pharmacy. I know I have a pharmacy here in town. They Surprisingly, they have a huge variety of magazines. Yeah, there, there actually there are some, but it's there's not a huge variety at the little pharmacy here. The pharmacies, well, they're they're little mom and pop shops, so they're oh geez, okay, mine's a chain, so <laughs> well, it's, it's part of a chain, but it's like an indi individually uh, owned and operated one. Oh yeah, so. that that that's how these are too. These are individually owned and operated, but this one's a nice one. Yeah, no, that I don't go there, but. <laughs> uh, Let's put it this way. I'm a, I'm on first name basis, uh, with the, all the pharmacy team because well, wife with cancer, right? Yeah. Um, I, I spend far too much time there, but no, they've, they've never, uh, they, you know, maybe it's just the area. There's more quilting magazines and stuff like that than there are, um, hot rod and car magazines and uh, definitely not a whole lot of Harley magazines either. <laughs> Although I bet there's ATV magazines. Probably. I, I haven't spent a lot of time there. I'm going to have to look. But. So, so your recommendation is, uh, you're still going to sub subscribe for the moment. Would you recommend others or is this just momentum? I've done it for so long. I don't want to stop. I've done it for so long. I'm going to get the 40th anniversary issues. And then that's that. Mm, okay. So have you, have you learned anything from scale, fine scale modeler in the last I don't know what that is, year and a half since they discontinued it. No. I've learned I've learned stuff off of the Fine Scale Modeler video series on YouTube, but I have not learned anything from the magazine. And it's been a very long time since I've learned anything from the magazine. Well, I mean, we know everything, don't we, John? We know not to use uh, Tamiya... I thought I did until I saw this neat little trick on the video and said, oh, isn't that ingenious? Ooh. See, learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. And you also learn not to use it to me a setting solution. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that's trial and error. Crazy. Oh uh, God. I, I'm curious because I have, I have heard good things about Model Car Magazine. You've got 209, so you're a couple of issues back behind. Yeah. What do you... What are you doing with those? Are you, get, are you subscribed to those? Because I thought you I had a subscription. Like a, life, a lifetime subscription or something. No, no, no. I had a subscription that when they went into the trouble, that they still owed me issues. And as far as I'm concerned, they still owe me issues. But when the pandemic hit, I lost access to my American post office box. I had it transferred to uh, Chris Martin's address so that he could... Uh, bring me across everything that came in. And he agreed to this wonderful guy, Chris, but any magazines I have not seen since the beginning of the pandemic, I was, I had a subscription to Hemmings muscle machines. Yeah. No fine scale modeler. Yeah. No scale auto enthusiast. Yeah. No model cars magazine. Yeah. No. Mm. Now a year, a year and something ago, I contacted the USPS and ended up, you know, being getting bounced around their system. Ended up talking to the post office where I had my problems. Oh, don't worry, they're in the system. It'll probably get all spit out at once and come to you then. Um, this is a year from that point on. Uh, I don't have much faith in me ever getting those magazines. No, I really uh, don't. So tech. So technically, Model Cars is fulfilling its fulfilling the subscription, but I'm not getting them. 
not from not from them. So I am subscribed to getting copies from a mail or a hobby shop. So technically I'm buying the magazine twice, which I don't like to do, but it's the only way I'm going to get it. Can you not change your address with Bottle Cars Magazine? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. And nope, still not coming to the new address. Nothing. Hmm. Nothing. You know what you need to do is, uh, because maybe... I, cha- I changed my I changed the changed my address with all the magazines. Mm. Nothing has ever shown up. Just send them a really big big. Although, according to Chris, I have a renew notice from Hemmings that just showed up in the last week or so. Ah, we want more money. We're not going to send you what we owe you. Uh, my my, subscri- my subscription expired a year and a half ago. Renewal. It'll be interesting when it gets here if I can if I can see a date on it. If it's dated from a year and a half ago, and then it's like oh. Maybe things are going to work out, but if it's dated recently, forget it. <laughs> just forget it. Yeah, I think it'll be like everybody else. Just go watch YouTube instead. Yeah, just about. All right, interesting. If you have any thoughts on magazines, there's a new one coming from Europe, I think. Um, yeah, it's actually from England. Uh, it's made by the publisher of Model Truck World, or whatever they're calling that now. Mm-hmm. If, if anybody's seen that and let us, let us know what your thoughts on the current publishing. I wonder if Kalbach, cause Kalbach had a bunch of books. I wonder if they're stopping publishing those as well. Uh, cause they like got, had all the Terry Jesse books and stuff, right? Yeah. Mark Gustafson books were published through there as well. Yep. 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 I don't know if those are still available. I'd not, th- well, I could find out. I was just trying to find out quickly. Who the publisher of Truck Model World is? New Truck Model World. It's the New Model Truck World is what they're calling it. And I'm just checking with Pocket Mags, and it's not telling me who who actually publishes it because they're only they're selling me the electronic version. So <laughs> that's all there is. Or would sell me the electronic version. Hmm. Well, you can get the print version too, but. As far as I'm concerned, electronic is the way to go. <laughs> Take it all with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John. What have we got? The uh last week for the half ton community build update. January 29th. Yeah. Two four. Yeah, I'm getting it might get there, might not. It's real there's really not much more to do. It's just uh, what I need to do is I need to have the weather like later today. I need to mask around the window trim on the back of the truck, as in the two rear side windows, and paint that semi-gloss black. After that, wait for paint to dry, and <laughs> it's going to be very close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it looks, looks like it's uh, going to be close for a few people. Uh, mm-hmm. Kel finished his, which is really cool, his van that he did for that. Um, David Fuller has just sprayed his candy red, which looks really good. And his, uh, wooden bed is fantastic on that. Uh, Chris Meacham, I know is working on that as well. He's doing uh, a, a big, uh, uh, Chris Meacham, it's a Chevy. It's a square, one of the square, the late seventies, the seventies into the year, mid to late eighties. Yeah. Uh, and he's doing a roll cage under his, I think, uh, Scratch yeah, so it's, cage. <laughs> it's something that's going to be hauling his ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm sure they're, you know, those are the ones that uh, we're posting in Slack, which I have a quick uh, look at. Um, 
there's a lot of those coming up. So congratulations, everybody that's done that. I'm sure there's a couple of people on Facebook as well that posted, John. Do you remember anybody else that we should shout out? And if I do have missed anybody, I do apologize. Nothing that's ringing a bell right now. I'm sure there's somebody, but it's just... I, I'm sure oh. there was. I've uh, This is called lack of preparation. Uh, I'm going to say I got up way too, too late this morning to do any show prep. That's going to be my excuse. I'm not sure if it's a good one, but... Hey, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, just quick while we've been talking, I've been looking through the Kambach Hobby Store. Lots of special issues of magazine of the magazines, including going back to, to at least Contest Cars 2015 is still available if you want to buy it. Paper version. <laughs> and various other things are still available. But to say like the Mark Gustafson and the Terry Jesse magazine specials, nope. <laughs> Those I know are long out of production. And from what I've been told, you can charge a small fortune for them and get, still get them or still get what you're charging. I should say, <laughs> uh, Malcolm cook, uh, is the other one that I was trying to think of. I just was quickly looking through Facebook and had forgotten. He did the English, right? Yes. The van. Yes. The Ford transit, Ford transit yep. van, the sign writing van weathered, uh, really, really cool build. Apparently. It wasn't a very good kit, which kind of makes me a little nervous because I have the same kit. Oh my God. They have the Scale Auto Contest Annual from 1996 at Kambach. If you want the print, print edition, $13. There you go. I'm good. So am I, but it's it's when Scale Auto was a little bit more. Mm. As it says right at the bottom underneath, there's two cars posted, uh, pictured on the top, on the underneath the bottom Vehicle from the editors of Skill Auto Enthusiast Magazine. Hmm. Enthusiast. Hmm. I'm just wondering. I was in a couple of those. I wonder if I was in that one. Yeah, anyway. Could be. There's a silver Dale Earnhardt car in the cover. That's the big car. The big, yeah. The bigger of the two posted. Remember those days when we actually used to uh, go out and go to, go shows to hobby and shows and, and take aspire your, take and your maybe pictures. get a picture in the magazine and <laughs> yeah, good old days. One other person for the group build, Robert Chutson. Uh, he did yes. the 24th 78 El Camino lowered and lowrider vision. Yeah, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. I knew knew about it, but I'd forgotten about it. Dang, that's because he that's because he was really early. He finished that in like December. So I'm just giving shout outs as much as I can if we do miss anybody. Sincerely do apologize. Lack of prep. We'll try and get a list together. Should do a better job of that, John. Isn't that your job? Part that part of your job? Or am I supposed to do all the pre-show work? You're supposed to all the, I just show up and do all the post-show work. Okay. Sounds fair. I can do that. We'll have to figure something. We didn't do a good job of that. We apologize. Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, 24 hour build this weekend, John. Mm -mm. Next weekend, you mean? Well, by the time anybody ever listens to this, January 29th and 30th. Yes. We should point out this is being, this is being recorded on January 23rd. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is going to go from 12 noon Eastern to 12 noon Eastern on Sunday. So Saturday to Sunday, mm -hmm. nine o'clock my time, nine till nine. So we'll see how that goes. Are you Hey, Oh man. Make it better for yourself. 12 to 12. 12, 12 Western or whatever Rocky mountain time or whatever it is until 12 mm. the next day. I will have to see. I'm really, really hoping I get a chance to play in that. Uh, it's so going to depend 
chemotherapy takes a lot out of a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is, you know, she can hardly get off the couch. She's uh, not doing well with the chemo. I tell you what, man. That, Does she have a bell? No, she's got a... Does she have a bell? She has a cell phone that texts me. Even better than a bell, but the bell is a little bit more subtle. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> no. When your phone beeps, it's like, oh, crap. My you phone no and my computer beep. Yep. Uh, she's She's got the whole, um, <laughs> when I need you, I'm going to let you know. Um, uh, come upstairs, you have to run me to the hospital. That was Friday, so that was always fun. She had to go back for sort of an emergency uh, treatment, so... Yeah, it's it's been a rough one. I'm really hoping this week. I know I've got a busy week at work, but I'm hoping I can get some time to build. But uh, I think it's going to be a last-minute decision. I haven't even picked out a kit yet. But, you know, hey, I'm not one of those people that glue things together first. Right, John? Do you hear the crickets chirping? You heard the crickets, right? No comment. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to have to put some crickets in there. All right, our next build day is going to be scheduled for February 12th, 2022. So that's coming up. That's always the second Saturday in the month. So it's a great time to just get together, schedule it to build and have some fun with it. Uh, John, YouTube, what's new? Uh, Stash update last week. Next week, unless I change something in between, which could happen. Uh, 240 Robert and a 69 Super B update. Cool. And I didn't get a chance to do a walkthrough of my bench. <laughs> I forgot all about that too. Uh, well, that'll be on the list of something to do when I get, again, when I have time, hopefully, uh, hopefully in the next little while, things will get a little bit more normal as uh, chemo comes to an end, but uh, that's, that's uh, sometime down the road yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, thank you so much to our Patreon producer level sponsors who Help this episode come through. They include Chris Martin, Mickey Gerace, Scale Finishes, Classic Truck Modeler Magazine, Ryan Voyer, Elm City Hobbies, B-Town Hobby, David Jenkins, Scale Speed Garage, and Curtis Boxel. Uh, thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. We really do appreciate your support to help us keep the podcast going. As I mentioned earlier, there'll be a Patreon extra, probably 10, 15 minutes worth of John and I talking about some of the fun we had this week at the beginning of the Patreon show. Um, you also get early access that will be out as soon as I can get it edited. And so there's a couple of things there that you can get if you're interested in it. And thanks very much. We do appreciate it. All right, John, I think we've talked enough. It's been a long episode. Yeah, we kind of have. <laughs> Until next time, say goodbye, John. Goodbye, John. <laughs>